Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm speaking today with Jordan McNiven, who is a teacher who's been nominated for a prestigious teaching award called the Sanford Teaching Award. Jordan teaches fourth grade at Hiawatha Academies, and I just invited him on the show to talk to us a little bit about what he does and the award, and I'm happy to speak with you today, Jordan. Good morning. How are you doing? Great. Thank you. So tell us about your job as a fourth grade teacher at Hiawatha Academies. Oh, it's interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, it's 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 wonderful. I mean, teaching is something I've been doing for like uh, kind of a long time now. Um, I guess this is my just finished my eighth year in the classroom. Um, I've been working with kids for uh, about twelve or thirteen years, and it's like never ever the same. Um, <laughs> so it's it, it really to answer that question depends on uh depends on the year and and the and the day. And uh, this year was clearly not a typical year. So, um, but it's, it's a wonderful job and, and, uh, I, I love it. Have you always taught at that level of elementary age kids or how did, how did you get to that level? Yeah, I started actually over in, um, New York at a middle school in Brooklyn. Um, and, uh, there I was, I was teaching fifth grade, but it was at, in a middle school setting mm-hmm. and I liked that, but I, I kind of enjoyed, uh, the spirit of, of younger kids and I like um, kind of the fourth graders are kind of like so smart um, but they're also still so silly and it's kind of the what's the word like that the apex of, of <laughs> their smart to silliness um, so I, I really I really love it that's good um, talk to us a little bit about this teaching award that you've been nominated for it's called the Sanford teaching award which is a national award right um, yeah, so I was nominated um, for the award by one of my um, co-teachers, Melissa, um, and the award goes to uh, 51 teachers ac- across the country um, who I have been deemed by their peers um, and their school leaders to be kind of something called an inspirational teacher, um, which is, you know, vague um, and looks different, <laughs> looks different for different people. Um but the award, uh, I think in it, in its entirety, that something that is a little bit more concrete is just something that um, they're looking to get recognition to great teachers because um, I think in general it's kind of a a, a job that um, doesn't doesn't get full recognition, and um, in particular, they want to celebrate that. Sure. So if you're chosen as a winner, Jordan, what does that mean? Um, un- unclear so far to me exactly, but, uh, <laughs> so we're, we, we've all been deemed winners, um, as far as there's, there's been 51 of us who have all, um, met digitally, um, on a, a couple of zoom lines. Um, and we have been the individual winners from our, our states, uh, and or district, mm-hmm. um, in DC. So, then what is happening over this year, um, I guess, is they're, they're going to choose one grand prize winner um, of somebody who is extra, extra, extra inspirational. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, so, Jordan, let's talk a little bit more about uh, your job as a teacher. Um, and how how did the pandemic and shutting down of school buildings affect your work? Obviously, you you ended up as a distance teacher. But what did that look like for you on a day to day basis? Um. It changed a lot, and it changed a lot even within distance learning. Um, when things f- 
first kind of happened. Um, I think the governor called things uh, a little bit sooner than, than we were expecting, um, which uh, was, was probably a safe move, um, but complicated things a little bit in that we, we weren't ready. Um, a lot of our students don't live uh, in our neighborhood and we didn't really have supplies to, to kids. Um, and so it took a good week um, of planning and some really hard work by our network to start getting out just like basic uh, educational materials to kids, such as mm -hmm. just kind of these standard learning packets. Um, and that bought us some time until we could think of a of, of kind of a bigger plan. And um, our biggest roadblock there was getting technology to our families, um, which a large a large portion of our families didn't have technology that was really suitable for what, what we were doing. So um, that was kind of phase two and, and we eventually got tech to families. And then uh, I my, my next phase was kind of this like uh, IT person. And I'm like, was probably the worst IT person um, <laughs> possible for my families. Um, but I was, I was learning a lot about how to use these programs, uh, in real time and kind of like using parents' cell phones, um, to kind of like use, use a video program to look at the computer through <laughs> internet. Uh, so we, we eventually got there. Um, and, uh, then we, we were online learning for a good two months, um, and learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. And so how many <laughs> students were you in charge of then throughout distance learning? Um, I have 23 students. Okay. And so, that would have been the same no matter if you were in the building or distance teaching. Correct. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I suppose the nice thing about elementary school, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're dealing with those kids from basically the start to the end of the day, more or less. I mean, those are those are your kids, right? You're they are. And yep. that's something I really loved. When I was in, in a middle school, um, I, I taught history, um, which I, I also love, but I, I really love getting to be with the same group of kids all day. Um, we kind of do a, a semi-differentiated um, system in, in which students will go to two specialists a day. Um, and that will be kind of like my time to prepare for the next class. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're with me through their, their core quote, core classes. Um, sure. yeah. So that was pretty much my load for the, the whole year. And are you done for the summer now? Or are you able to kind of relax or are you still doing summer classes? Um, we are, we're done for the summer. Um, we finished up a couple of weeks ago. Um, but a lot of our families and kids are kind of like looking for more, um, and, and less at the same time, um, and just kind of a, uh, I mean, our families have, have so much to, to juggle and, and, um, at the end of the school year, uh, a lot of our families live in communities who, um, who just were, were hit really hard, um, by both the pandemic and, um, by what was going on in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. And so our, our, our focus kind of also shifted on making sure that families could get what they needed. Um, but summer school has, has started in, in some sort of effect um, that looked a lot like the distance learning we were doing over the last few months. Okay. Uh, so t 
to answer your question as long as possible. Uh, <laughs> I have a I have a break right now, but um, a lot of our our families and students are still hard at work. That's good to hear. Jordan teaches at Hiawatha Academies. He has fourth graders and uh, up for the Sanford Teaching Award Grand Prize. Thanks so much for speaking with us today. Thank you very much.